My fascination with the brain, how it develops in utero and then in childhood, how it matures in early adulthood and then begins to shrink by midlife, how it shrivels in late life, took root during my days as a student at Harvard Medical School. I have cherished memories of those days. Some, though, stand out vividly in my mind, like the day I first delivered a baby. It could have been just another day in the life of a medical student. Certainly it started much like any other, with me waking before dawn in my small Coolidge Corner apartment, bundling up against the frigid cold, and then setting out for my two-mile bicycle commute through the snowy streets of Boston. My destination was the maternity ward at Beth Israel Medical Center, where I was midway through a three-month obstetrics rotation as part of my basic clinical training. As I had every day for the prior six weeks, I would spend the next twelve hours attending to patients in various stages of labor, checking their progress and answering their questions. A third-year medical student, I had already acquired a reasonable base of knowledge about the human body, thanks to long days of lectures, followed by late nights cramming my brain with the details of everything from the biochemical processes of sugar metabolism to cancer-causing cell mutations to the bioethics of medicine. In my second year, I had completed a general surgery rotation, starting first as an observer and then slowly, slowly carrying out minor surgical tasks of increasing difficulty, learning by doing under close supervision. In my obstetrics rotation, I'd already observed as many as 200 deliveries and assisted in 20. I had started medical school with a deeper well of medical knowledge than the average student, at least when it came to brain-related matters, having taken the unusual route of completing my Ph.D. in neuroscience at Johns Hopkins University before I started medical school. I was actually in the M.D. program at Harvard by way of a teaching scholarship offered through Harvard-MIT Division of Health Sciences and Technology, which put me in the unlikely position of teaching neuroanatomy to my medical school classmates while I was a student myself. I knew neuroscience, but for medical conditions below the neck, I was in much the same position as my classmates, nervous, but also eager to learn everything I could about the human body. So it was with equal parts uncertainty and excitement that I greeted my obstetrics professor as she sauntered over to me in the delivery room that day, motioning to a nineteen-year-old woman who was nearing the final stages of labor. She said, You'll deliver this one, turning an ordinary day into one I will never forget. In the delivery room I was gowned and gloved, and, I'll admit, sweating profusely as the baby began her trip down the birth canal. A new life was entering the world, and I didn't want to mess it up. Thankfully, everything went according to plan, and after the mother-to-be gave a few final pushes, I eased the baby into my hands. Now, this is an incredible moment, even after you've experienced it a few times, but I'll never forget the feeling I had sitting there, amid the happy tears of the new mom and her family and even a few of my own, holding that baby girl, who would soon be named Sarah. Nine months ago she was a microscopic bundle of rapidly dividing cells, first two, then four, then eight, sixteen, and on into the trillions. How could she have grown into this bawling, squirming, perfectly formed human? Along the way a million things could have gone wrong, 
and yet here she was, with eyes that one day would be able to distinguish several thousand shades of color, a complex auditory system capable of transforming vibration in the air into sound and turning those sounds into intelligible thoughts and concepts, and a heart that would beat some hundred thousand times a day, every day. One year later, having spent time training in the pediatrics, psychiatry, cardiology, and medicine wards, I was doing another rotation in my life as a medical student, this time in neuropathology, an elective whose choice reflected my fascination with the human brain. Neuropathology, the study of diseases of the central nervous system, involves performing autopsies to detect disease in the brain, both by examining it first with the naked eye and later under the microscope. And I was as eager.